Hello and welcome to the Beating the Statistics podcast. I'm your host, Miles Victors, and today is another episode of our group coaching calls that we have every single week on the BTS Health and Fitness Group Coaching Program. Uh, This one happened back uh, towards the end of uh, November. I believe it was November 22nd, if I remember right. And uh, we talk about all sorts of different topics as it relates to health and fitness goals and surviving the holidays and and getting through the tough times that can sometimes impact us this time of year. So hopefully you enjoyed this conversation and hopefully it means something to you. If you're interested at all in joining our group coaching program, you can visit my website at btshealthandfitness.com or beatingthestatistics.com and you'll be able to find uh, access to the program there and sign up and get access to the mobile application, uh, yeah, our, our mobile apps that we have both on Android and iOS, and uh, and also you can access it on the desktop as well. It's got a lot of tools in there, including calorie counting tools and access to different workouts and also access to our group chats with the rest of the program participants. So if you're interested, go ahead and join there. Otherwise, about six weeks after our group coaching call, you'll be privy to the conversations that the the program members have with each other and with myself and uh yeah that's what this is so enjoy the call and we'll chat with you later all right well today is the day before thanksgiving and because of that i don't have a whole i don't have anybody who is really able uh to jump on the call with me today which is completely fine i kind of expected it uh my family is busy uh, they weren't able to jump on as my little uh, seconds here, my my group to chat with and have some give and take with. None of my athletes have been able to join today, and that's totally fine. I'm still going to cover some of the topics that I wanted to cover before, um, and so I'll just go into them as well as a athlete requested topic uh, that has been requested as well. So I'm just going to jump right in. It's going to be short. It's probably going to be maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if that, and um, I'll just cover a couple of these topics. Uh, first one I wanted to cover is how to, um, it's a continuation of kind of the holiday season or the holiday series or the winter series that I've been getting into of how to cope with some of the difficulties around the holidays. And the one I wanted to focus on today was about how to stay physically active during the holidays. Now, this can be a very challenging thing for people. I'm going to turn off my overhead fan here because it's creating all these fun shadows that are revolving over my head that might make some people a little nauseous or sick or what have you. There we go. I just made dust rain from the sky, which indicates I need to dust my fan. Anyway, um, but basically, I had to stay physically active during the holidays, during the winter, things like that. Now, I'm going to give you some of the tips and tricks that work for me uh, that have been really beneficial. Um, one is to gear up, right? As we come into the winter, if you live anywhere, you know, north of, I don't know, uh, center of the country on up in the United States, um, you're going to get winter and it's going to get chilly and it's going to get dark outside. If you live down in Arizona or Texas or Mexico or, or Florida, this probably isn't going to be a huge consideration for you, but it is for a lot of people. Um, and so a lot of people don't like getting out when it gets cooler. Even people who live in California or in Arizona, um, when it gets below their normal temperatures, they get chilly because they've come, uh, become acclimated to their current climate and their current temperatures. So, Gear up. What that means is have some layers. Um, uh, wear a couple different lighter layers. 
maybe have a nice pair of fleecy sweatpants that you can put on over the top of your normal workout clothes. Um, maybe that looks like um, a thin a thin jacket underneath windbreaker. Um, uh, gloves are a big thing for me. I have really poor circulation because I have low blood pressure. It's actually a problem that uh, I've always had or usually have had. Um, and so with that low blood pressure comes uh, poor circulation to my hands. And so I will often wear gloves even when it's only 50, 45, 50 degrees outside because otherwise my hands can get really cold and my fingers can get hard to do fine dexterity, dexterity tasks. So gear up, get some good layers on, make sure you can stay warm, but not so warm that you're sweating all the time because that's a good way to get chilly again. But also another thing people don't really think about is how to deal with the dark. So get a good headlamp. There's not, uh, there's a whole bunch of options out there. They're not very expensive. Um, some very popular headlamps for people, even people who do ultra running and long, long, long trail races. The the two pack of Energizer headlamps you can get at Home Depot. Those are very popular and they're very affordable and they have nice replaceable uh, batteries. So yeah, they're not rechargeable, but the great thing is you can basically pop in new batteries at any time. You don't have to worry about recharging. Um, I have some pretty high tech headlamps that are really nice. This is one of my favorites. It's actually a gift from my brother. You have to excuse me. I'm actually uh, recovering from some type of flu. But this one is the uh, Petzl Neo. I believe it is Petzl Neo. I want to say <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually a, a, a Petzl reactive lighting one, which is actually really neat. So when I look up, it'll actually send out really bright blasts of light so I can see really far. And when I look down or I look at my phone or I come up under a street light, it'll actually dim the light. So it'll save battery as well as not blind me or those around me with the bright light. I really like that one. There's a lot of really good ones out there, though. You don't have to spend a fortune to get a good light. I've got about five or six different lights. Um, I pretty much only use that one, though, or my big waste lamp that I use that kind of turns night into day with this artificial sun that I strap to myself. It's called the uh, the Kogala Ra, and it is a big old thing that basically blasts light in every direction, which is really handy on the really dark trails when I'm running for a long time at night. It helps keep me from getting too fatigued. But if you're not running crazy amounts at night, uh, a simple headlamp is going to do you just fine, uh, especially if you're just walking or snowshoeing or something like that. Other things to get you out during these winter months is the appropriate type of gear for the type of activity you want to do, or maybe even activities you want to try doing. That might mean going to REI and renting some gear. REI usually does some really great rental programs uh, where you can go and rent cross-country skis, or you can rent snowshoes and try a couple different sports before you invest in your own. It's a really great idea to get outside when it gets darker and colder and snowier outside. So try to do things like that. Now, for most of you though, you're probably just thinking about how am I going to get some regular activity in and then squeeze it around my very busy day. I'm not looking at going and doing these big expeditions where I'm going out and snowshoeing for 10 miles or I'm going cross-country skiing across the mountains. How do I fit in normal movement in my everyday? Well, that's pretty easy too. My answer for me was to go walking a lot. And when the roads got too slick to walk safely, that meant getting some spikes. Now I have these Hang on one second. I'm going to show you. All right. Sorry for that delay. I've got a bag here. For one, this is a really fleecy buff. It's really thick. It's a neck gaiter. You wear it around your neck. You can wear it on your head as a hat. Excuse me. 
man, I'm telling you, this uh, this cold is not fun. Um, or you can wear as a, a headband, earband, keep your hair back. They're really great. I have all different weights of these. I have really thick ones. I have really thin ones. And so you can layer these up. These are wonderful to have. You can get them on Amazon for pretty affordable prices. Um, another thing to get would be something like this. This is a reflective harness of sorts that you wear. And it has some built-in lights that will flash if it was charged, maybe. There we go. That will flash different patterns. And so you can get attention from drivers and other people walking by. I will wear this if I'm doing a lot of road running. And I really want to make sure people see me. These are pretty cheap, too, to get the cheapo ones like this. They have some really nice ones that have built-in chest lamps and stuff like that. Those are really great. I'd love to have one. I believe Knox Gear is a company that makes some really nice ones of these. But these are pretty cheap, and they're a really great way to add a high amount of visibility to any outfit that you're going to wear. And they fit over just about anything. Getting a good hat. This one is from Alter Ego. Uh, this is a company that I am an ambassador for, but any hat really works. Um, just make it sure it's something that you want to wear and it keeps your head and ears warm. Uh, and then what I wanted to talk about, which is why I brought this whole affair over here, my basket of goodies. Here we go. These were gifts uh, to me from my parents, I believe. Um during one of the Christmases here, but these are called the uh, Catula Exospikes, and these are really great. And they slip on over your shoes, and they've got these little tiny tungsten carbide tips here that bite into the ice. They're really, really, really great. And I will wear these when I go walking. I will wear them when I go running, when I am nervous about slipping on hidden ice or even visible ice underfoot. Um, they're not really great if there's a lot of concrete or exposed concrete around, so you kind of either have to take them on and off, or you need to uh, just kind of walk carefully across concrete. But if you're mostly on trails that have a little bit of ice on them, or you're mostly on um, just icy, unplowed sidewalks or streets, these are amazing for that. And then if you go one step further, you can get really wild with your spikes. If I have them in here. Yeah, here we go. If you're interested in getting out into the deeper snow or... If it's really, really, really compact snow and lots of ice and you need the most grip you can get, these are also made by Catula. I love these. I wear these when I go on the on the more gnarlier trails. But these are the micro spikes and they've got these big old claws on them that really dig in good. So I really like these. These are fantastic for all sorts of trail running and getting into the, the gnarly stuff. But... At the very least, I would get a headlamp, some type of visibility aid, uh, warm clothes, and also some type of grips. You can get these ones. You can also get others called Yak Tracks. I'm not a big fan of those ones, but they work for a lot of people for their different conditions. I really like these ones. Though. These are fantastic for pretty much everything I need them to do, uh, except for gnarlier trails. So get out there and find, uh, get the right equipment. Now, when you're talking about getting your day-to-day -day work in, day-to-day -day, uh, exercise in, just go out and go walking. Um, I'll go out first thing in the morning for an hour if I'm not going to run. This is historically, I run a lot now. And so I kind of just go out and do it anyway. But if when I was first trying to get into shape and trying to navigate through the difficulty of the holidays and schedules, lots of walking, 
walking is is magic and uh i think it's it's king uh just getting in that time on your feet and walking around so first thing in the morning um before or after meals is really good for you especially in the evening after dinner um going for a nice walk uh in the snow is lovely especially if you do it with loved ones and family um going on walks during lunch breaks uh typically lunch is a downtime for most people even on weekends lunch is kind of a i don't know what to do with my time well you can go for a walk um that's really good for you as well um also don't think that your workouts have to be some big elaborate affair where you're going to go and work out hard for an hour you can work out for 10 or 15 minutes at a time throughout the day maybe you stack three or four of those together and you have a really solid healthy uh physical exercise for the day that might mean doing a few sets of sit-ups and push-ups or squats or jumping jacks or doing some yoga or doing some stretching throughout the day. That's totally fine too, as good ways to get some exercise throughout the day. Um, that's basically it, uh, trying to squeeze some exercise throughout the day during the darkening uh, months. Uh, joining a gym is also good if you have a gym near you or you have the finances to be able to afford to do so. Um, and not being afraid to go out and try new things like snowshoeing, skiing, cross-country skiing, um, hiking in the snow, whatever it might be. So try those things out. All right. The last topic I wanted to discuss real quick was about race prep. Uh, Diane Morley, one of my athletes, asked, what do you do to prepare for a big race? And yeah, so I had recently a really big race on this last Saturday was the Dead Horse Ultra down in Moab, Utah. I ran the 50 kilometer race down there and I did really, really well. Uh, for me anyway, I, I beat my goal time by 45 minutes, came in at five hours and 23 minutes. And uh, I was extremely happy with that time. Um, that was a hard race, <laughs> but before it, I did something called a taper. And if any of you guys have ever trained for a race or seen a, um, a training program for a longer race, like a half marathon or a marathon, you'll see that there are, there's usually a time bef between the maximum efforts that you're doing, the longest runs that you're doing and the race that things are a little bit less intense. That's called a taper. And so for the two weeks preceding, my event, I cut my mileage by about 20% that first week, and then another 20% the second week. So I was running a little bit more than half of my, my mileage that week uh, that I normally do. Uh, for me, my mileage is typically around 60, 70, 80 miles a week uh, when I'm running a lot. And so what that meant was the first week dropping down to about 55 miles or so, and then dropping down to where I'd be in the in the 40s when I was done um, for the week of the race. And that worked out really well for me. I felt rested and well. I say that as I cough because I'm sick, but I don't think that was because of the race. I think that was because uh, all children who bring things home from school are walking little bioterrorists. And uh, yeah, that's that's just what they are. They are the little germ buckets that bring everything around from school. So um, yeah, tapering is really important, uh, as well as taking care of yourself, uh, eating healthy uh, in the weeks preceding your big event to make sure that you have all the vitamins and nutrients that you need to be successful. And then during the race, during whatever event you're doing, is making sure you pace yourself. You take your time. You are constantly checking in with yourself and with your body to see what it needs and what it needs you to do. And uh, that's what I did. And it ended up being really successful. Um, and I'm hoping that I can blow my expectations away again in future races. I have another race coming up January 1st. I actually think I am in a competitive spot to win that race. I'm not sure, though. It depends on who shows up, I guess. 
<clears throat> and then I have another uh, race later that month, uh, the Arches 50 miler down in Arches in Utah. So anyway, um, that's all I have for today. Uh, since no one's here to ask the questions, I'm obviously going to skip the Q&A. Um, I hope everyone has a wonderful holiday. Uh, I hope you guys treat yourself well, give yourself grace, allow yourself to enjoy the time with your family and your loved ones, eat some good food, get some good exercise in. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go and earn my food, so to speak. Uh, I'm going to go run a half marathon in the morning. But even if you just get out there and run one or two or three miles, go do a turkey trot with your family, go for a hike, go for a bike ride, um, anything you want to do. Uh, just do something active tomorrow and do something active on Friday. It'll really set up, set up your weekend and um, set you up for success. So have a great holiday and we'll chat with you next week. Bye. Hey there, hopefully you enjoyed the coaching call that you just listened to. Uh, again, these coaching calls happen every week for those who are members of the BTS Health and Fitness Group Coaching Program. If you'd like to be a member of the program, if you'd like to join us uh, for our, our calls live on, on Zoom and through the chats in the interactive uh, iOS and Android app that we have, uh, go ahead and go to my website. The link should be here in the show notes. Uh, otherwise, you can just go to beatingthestatistics.com or btshealthandfitness.com and find links to the group coaching program there. We'd love to grow our community and to make it a thriving place to help others to uh, achieve their health and fitness goals and to just totally crush 2024. So if you're interested at all, go ahead and join. You just listened to the recording of uh, the show that we had basically end of November of 2023. So thanks everybody. Go out there. Uh, like I've always said before, that, that, that your big goals are, that you're trying to accomplish, that you're trying to overcome, that you're trying to push through are like giant trees in front of you. No matter what size the ax is, the only way that you're going to chop that tree down is to start swinging and take the little chips out every single day. And I'm hoping that I'm giving you the motivation and tools that allow you to do that and to wake up and show up for yourself every single day and just keep swinging that axe one day at a time. You guys have this. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you and I'm happy to have been able to share this time with you. So go out and, and conquer the week. Thanks, everybody.